107, Michael and Maddie. It is Wednesday morning, January 31st. January is over in the year 2024. Crazy. Happy birthday to Justin Timberlake. JT is turning 43 today. Ellen's wife, Portia de Rossi. She is 51. Minnie Driver plays Matt Damon's girlfriend in Goodwill Hunting. She is 54 years old and baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Nolan Ryan is 77. Congress abolishing slavery on this date, 1865. Scotch tape was used for the very first time in 1928. It worked well, but they never made it easier to find the end of that darn tape. Michael Jackson performing on the Super Bowl halftime show on this date in 1993. It was the highest rated halftime show at the time. And Avatar was the first movie to make over a billion dollars worldwide. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. It is a chilly morning out there, but we're going to see some clouds and some peaks of sunshine throughout the day today in highs. Up in the 30s. Ceci Del Carmen saying it's going to be a, a stretch of dry weather for the rest of the week. Bring in your taste of Hollywood right here to the South Coast. And we are here for it. We're spilling the tea with Maddie's Entertainment Update on Fun 107. Maddie out sick today, so boys are in doing our thing here. So listen, if you watched any football over the weekend, you were not alone. Record ratings for Sunday's NFL Conference Championship games. So when the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore on Sunday afternoon on CBS, well, a record number of people were watching an average audience of 55.47 million viewers. That is the biggest audience ever for an AFC Championship game, seeing Travis Kelsey do his thing. And it's caught by Kelsey for the touchdown. So the audience for the later game on Fox, where the 49ers beat the Detroit Lions and came back in a big way, mm. it's uh, it was even bigger. 56.3 million, not a record for the NFC Championship game, but the most NFC, uh, biggest audience for the NFC Tunnel game since back in 2012. And it's the first time in 10 years that both broadcasts topped over 50 million viewers. And also the first time that basically 95% of America wanted to see Detroit win. True. <laughs> well, they were never put in that position for a long time. So America's team. Who knew? Right? Well, for this year. For this year. For this year. But, uh, yeah, huge, huge numbers for the NFL. A lot of interest in this year's playoffs. So uh, a royal surprise... For actor Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> so weird. A wild ride for Better Call Saul star Bob Odenkirk on the PBS show Finding Your Roots. The actor told by host Henry Louis Gates Jr. that his fifth great-grandfather was the son of a German duke, giving Odenkirk a royal connection, which... He said was interesting, but something that he didn't really relate to. I'm not a monarchist. <laughs> I don't believe in uh, that. You know, I feel like it's a little twisted. Well, if you think that they twisted it, here comes the real twist. The episode of Finding Your Roots airs on PBS on Tuesday. So 
Larry David at the final premiere of his show, Curb Your Enthusiasm, last night in uh, Los Angeles. It's the 12th and final season, and everybody's like, Larry, really? Is this it? Is it, you know, say it isn't so. Yes, it's so. We're done. It's it's over. Yeah, it's over. I'll miss uh, TV Larry. TV Larry right now would tell you to f*** off. Whoa. <laughs> Not holding back at the... Uh, premiere last night in Los Angeles for the final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. People kept on asking him about Seinfeld. Is, you know, is there going to be a Seinfeld reunion? Is there going to be Seinfeld characters appearing on Curb, Curb Your Enthusiasm? And he's just like, I don't know how else to say it. Any chance we're going to see the cast on this final season of Curb? Seinfeld. No, no, no. So he's like, you know, what do I have to do to convince people this is it? It's over. I'm tired of people thinking I'm lying about a Seinfeld reunion. It's it's over. He looks tired. He, he does. Looks, he looks he's a, little he's tired. a grumpy, grouchy old man. But I love him. Yeah. I, yeah. When he gets on his rants and he goes off, that is the Larry David that I love so much. I'm going to miss that part. More entertainment news on the Fun 107. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie coming up tomorrow. There's an open house you need to know about, the Global Learning Charter Public School. And to tell you about it is Adonis Ferreira, the Director of Student and Family and Community Life. Good morning, Adonis. Good morning, good morning. How are you? We're about to have our enrollment open house this Thursday at 6 p.m. So really trying to get out the word, you know, to the community in regards to come in and learn a little bit more about our school. Our school serves students grades 5 through 12. However, we are opening up enrollment admissions to students in grades 5 through 10. Okay. So if you have current students in grades 4 through 9, uh, this is your opportunity to submit an application uh, for students to be enrolled at Global Learning. What kind of students are a good match for the uh, Global Learning Charter Public School? We serve all students, so we're really looking for all New Bedford students. You know, our, our job is really to make sure that students come in, have an opportunity, and take advantage of the great education we have to offer them. But it is a, a more of a hands-on, uh, project-based learning school. We focus on science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. So, you know, if, if, if that's something you enjoy doing, not only working individually, but also working in groups and be able to make presentations and public speaking those are some of our strong points i'll tell you what i've been there to global learning charter public school and i had to judge some kids projects it was like their final project of the year for high school and stuff I'm like wow you can tell the kids put in tons of work on it instead of always like giving them like paper tests and things like that it's more of like a hands-on experience that is our presentations of learning so it's called the pols as our students call them so students have to do three pols during the academic year so what this does is a certain uh, subject matter that they have to do thorough research on and then they have to prepare a presentation which is usually a powerpoint and they have to present so it, it helps them with public speaking anywhere from five to eight to ten minutes uh, presentations. What we found, especially at the college level, students who are leaving us, either for the workforce or also for college, they are well adapted to be able to public speak and also to thorough do research and present on a certain side. I mean, a huge skill to have. That's such an important thing to have in your life. We believe, obviously, it is. Just because in the fifth grade you see these children come in, these students, and then at the sixth, seventh, I mean, you've been there. You've seen some of the presentations. Uh, they really take pride in a lot of their presentations, and 
it really prepares them to really be out in, you know, the public light and uh, to, to be able to engage at that level. So this open house starts at 6. We're going to have staff. We're going to have faculty. We're going to be able to present a little bit of our band, chorus, drama club. Uh, we'll have students on hand to talk about our uh, fabulous after-school programs that we offer. So it is an evening for you not only to learn about what we provide academically, but also some of the fun things, enrichment activities that in the arts that we present that make Global Learning Charter Public School a really special place. And the application deadline is Leap Day, February 29th. You get a little bonus extra day to get that application in. And then the lottery is happening on March 7th. That is correct. So February 29th is a key date. Make sure that by 4.30, those applications are either uh, postmarked. You can do it electronically. Also, submit it. Go to our website, glcps.org. Or you can walk in the application. So that's that, that date, February 29th, is extremely important. Adonis Ferreira from Global Learning Charter Public School. Thanks for coming in today. Well, thank you for having me. 107, Michael and Maddie. So we all know the Christmas tree shop store that's down by the Sagamore Bridge. It's like, you know, the, the famous one with the windmill and all the that OG, stuff. The OG, yeah. Um, so it was a spirit Halloween for a second uh, over, over the Halloween season, but... It appears that there's going to be a new business moving into that Christmas tree shop down at the Sagamore Bridge. Like a set-in-place brick-and-mortar business? Seems to be. not going anywhere? Doesn't, it does not seem to be a temporary thing. It's called, and I hope I pronounced this right, Tulp Outdoor Living. Oh. Tulp Outdoor Living. It's going to be a high-end outdoor furniture and accessory company. And it is moving into the vacant Christmas tree shop building. And the plans are to open it in about a month, which <laughs> I had to read it twice because the plans are to open it in March. And yeah. well, tomorrow's February. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so right not, not that long. Yeah. Maybe like, you know, four or five weeks it should be opened at that uh, former Christmas tree shop. Hmm. So what do you think of that? I'm, I'm looking at the website right now. I, I think, um, yeah. You said it's high-end outdoor? It's supposed to be high-end. I've never heard of it myself. Yeah. Tulp. I wonder what the L stands for. So if you're looking at the logo, the L is green. I always look for things like that. Tulp Outdoor Living. Who knows? Maybe Tulp is like an acronym for something. Or maybe it's just the, the owner's uh, name. Either way, really nice stuff. A lot of wicker, a lot of umbrellas, teak wood. Have you ever seen oh, that? Oh yeah, that's really nice. Is that the fake like fake? No, wood? nothing fake about that. Oh. No, that's those. That's gorgeous teak wood. So and now that's that's a pretty large space. It so, is. It is very big. I, all right, I'll put it out there. I'll be honest. I guess I'm a little disappointed. Maybe that could have been used for something else. Maybe they could have had like more kid-friendly things to put in there, like whether it's like an arcade or like a little indoor trampoline park. Because again, take advantage of the large space that you have. And now you got like an outdoor living. I don't know. This doesn't speak to me, I guess. So I, I would like to see something different, please. Well... You know, it's it's down like right there in the you know knocking on the door of the Cape, so a lot of people will be driving by and oh yeah, the buying spot their is great. furniture. Who knows? But uh, that is what's going in that that Christmas tree shop location, wow. Tulp 
outdoor. All right, great. Get your wicker. <laughs> it is 6.52. 90-second news update. We've got Phil Devitt standing by in the Chart Oak Tavern newsroom. Four current and former Massachusetts state troopers face bribery charges. They allegedly accepted bribes in return for passing grades to commercial driver's license applicants. They hail from Wareham, Bridgewater, Halifax, and Stoughton. Two civilians have also been indicted one from Rehoboth and another from Boston. State police said they're working with the Registry of Motor Vehicles to revoke the licenses that were improperly issued. More housing coming to downtown New Bedford. Construction starting on 10 at 8th, a new apartment building going up on Union Street at the former site of the Registry of Motor Vehicles. A news release bills the property as an affordable residential community with units being designed for low and moderate income residents. Completion slated for the middle of 2025. The Massachusetts Health Connector saw its largest number of new enrollments in a decade during the recent open enrollment period. Over 72,000 people signed up to obtain health insurance. It's believed the surge was partly the result of people who were no longer eligible for state Medicaid coverage. Chargers for all makes of electric vehicles are now available on the Massachusetts Turnpike. The state said the devices are located in the rest stops in Natick, Framingham, Charlton and Lee. The plan is to eventually have more EV chargers available on the Turnpike and other highways around the state as well. Philips is halting the sale of sleep apnea devices in the U.S. because of potential cancer risks. The medical device maker said Monday the move is part of a deal with federal regulators. The company recalled millions of the machines in 2021 over concerns that foam in the product could cause health issues. And an online question by a Sesame Street Muppet is shedding some light on the amount of stress that's currently in the U.S. On Monday, the ex-account for Elmo wrote, quote, just checking in, how is everybody doing? Unexpectedly, the post got thousands of responses from followers who told Elmo they were depressed and anxious, including from people who had just lost their jobs or who were worried about the upcoming election. A spokesperson for Sesame Workshop told the New York Times, quote, I don't think anyone anticipated how deeply this particular question would resonate. Elmo has over 450,000 followers on X. In sports, the Boston Celtics beat the Indiana Pacers 129-124 last night. Next up, a game with the L.A. Lakers at TD Garden Thursday. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oaks Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Swims and lose control. It is Michael and Maddie. Maddie's out sick today. Uh, and tonight on Wheel of Fortune, there's going to be a Dartmouth Public School teacher... Competing on Wheel of Fortune. And Kelsey Grant. Good morning. She joins us this morning on the Fun 107 uh, Morning Show. Good morning. Hey, there's the energy. <laughs> Are your students listening this morning? Did you give them a warning that you're going to be on? I did. Hopefully they're listening. Might be a little too early for them, but... <laughs> so what grade? Is it first grade? It's first grade over at the DeMello School. At the DeMello School. So... When did you find out you're going to be on Wheel of Fortune? How'd that all go down? So I found out back in December. Um, it there wasn't much notice. It was kind of just like pick up and go, which was super exciting. Um, and when we went, it was decorated for Christmas and everything. So I'd never been to California. It was a dream of mine. It was on my bucket list. So to be able to go out there and experience it around Christmas time was incredible. So did you have a trip planned to California? You just said, I'm going to apply to Wheel of Fortune? Or did you apply to Wheel of Fortune and then... We're going to go to California. Uh, so I applied for Wheel of Fortune back in like 2022. I was at my mom's house one night watching the show. And after the show, it was like, apply to be a contestant. I was like, why not? Uh, and two weeks went by. I didn't hear anything. So I was kind of like, I don't think I got on. Um, and then about a few months ago, I got an email 
And so this is years later. You got an email? Yeah, like a year wow. and a half later, it's I got a long an email. list. Uh huh. And um, it was just like a basic interview email, and I actually thought it was a scam. <laughs> so I reached out to one of my friends who's very good with technology. I showed her the email uh, address and I was like, can you just confirm that this is like legit? And she's like, nope, that's legit. Really? Yes. <laughs> that's so funny. That you th I mean, I, why wouldn't you think it's a scam? Right, I get so many scam emails in my email inbox. I was like, this is this is not real. I can't believe they waited that long. I so know. Did you have to record anything like to show off your personality when you when you submitted the application? No. So they they were just going by what was written in the application? Yes. No video. I thought it was a video. I don't believe back when I applied it was a video. I could be wrong, but I'm 90% positive. They I must like teachers because they had a Freetown Lakeville teacher. We had them on, we had them on the show too, Nate Eluterio. Um that was back in uh, in October. Yes, I remember that. I remember seeing the article. And he was on, you know, Wheel of Fortune and you know, he he was doing okay, and then he was not doing okay. Mm. Um, <laughs> but there must be something about teachers that they really like. I mean, I guess you teachers generally can present well. Like, they're always standing in front of people, and, you know, they've got personalities and stuff like that. So yeah. maybe there's something there for that. There's been a lot of local people on it lately, too, I've noticed, as I've been watching. Like, not so much here, but, like, Providence. Last week Maddie Providence. A, yeah, Maddie had a story about that last yeah, week. Yeah, so that's cool. That's really cool. All right, so you, you fly out to L.A. Yes. And so the day of, how does that all go down? Oh, my goodness. It's a whole day experience. It's wonderful. They provide everything for you. Um, I'm well, not yeah, let's talk about the food. Do you, do they <laughs> oh, food my backstage? goodness. They had the best breakfast burritos. Oh. <laughs> it was an egg, cheese, and hash brown burrito. Yeah, now we're talking. So good. Um, but yeah, it was, like I said. They Did your made, husband get to go too? He got to come too. Okay. Uh, and he's had to keep his mouth closed and he's done an amazing job. <laughs> so he got to sit in the studio audience? Yes. That's fun. He met Jim Thornton. He he was so excited about it. And Jim Thornton is one of the nicest people. He's the announcer on the show. Yeah. Uh, so nice. Um, but yeah, and Vanna. Vanna is one of the sweetest people on this planet. That's what they say. So now, did you see Vanna like before makeup and all that stuff? Or did you see her afterwards? Uh, we got to a little bit. Not too much. Yeah. But um, it's just like the interactions. All of the staff there are incredible. They run things so smoothly. They're so kind. Everything is just, it's a dream come true. It really is. Tell us about the underwhelming wheel. It's okay. small, right? So it's a, it's a little tinier than you would expect, but it's heavy. I was like, thank God I do CrossFit. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> because you have to give it a really good yank to get it around. Did you, you do practice ones before the show yes. started? Okay, good. Yes. Thank goodness, because if not, I would have been like, um... You have to like make sure your hand reaches a certain length and to make sure that you get it actually to spin around. Yeah. Well, it can't be so. any worse than the tire flipping at CrossFit. Oh, my gosh. No, it's not <laughs> worse. It, it, it's much better than that. Is it? <laughs> and then when did Pat Sajak get there? Uh, so I didn't meet him until the show. So really? So the first time you met him face to face was, and you know, and so he, did you do any like back and forth banter with him yes. at the beginning? Yeah. He was, honestly, he was really great too. Yeah. He was awesome. He was very sweet. Pat usually asks, only if you can say it, every contestant, like one thing about themselves, can you share what you said? You'll have to watch. Uh, you have to watch come on. Yeah. I don't have cable. I don't have cable. This is what's killing me. I actually got to go to my wife's parents' house tonight. We're going to watch. We're having a little 
Wheel of Fortune I watch love party. It. Yay. And do you not watch normally? Do you watch all the time? I do. I watch all the time. Yeah. So growing up, um, I watched it with my mom every night. Our routine was Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, Family Feud. Yeah. And <laughs> then I moved in with my husband. We don't have cable. We have YouTube TV, which you can stream it on there. But um, and then. So one night, like I said, in 2022, it was like a weekend. My mom was like, come over. So I came over on a Saturday night, and that's how I applied. Awesome. So. Well, I know you cannot tell us how you did, so we won't be able to you know, say congratulations or whatever. But I've, I've been looking in the parking lot of CrossFit <laughs> to see if there's a new car. <laughs> I haven't seen a new car there. So <laughs> well, we don't know. You know, we'll see. We'll You'll see. see. Yeah. <laughs> you got a tan going on? Have you been in Hawaii? <laughs> we'll figure it out tonight. Kelsey Grant, good luck tonight. Thank you so much for having me. And what time is it on? 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Channel 12, right? 12. Yeah. I, yep, 12. Wheel of Fortune featuring a DeMello school teacher today in Dartmouth. It is 7.53, 90-second news update. Here is Phil Devitt. Two current and two former state troopers have been indicted in an alleged bribery scheme. The troopers and two civilians have been charged in a federal indictment accusing them of taking bribes to pass commercial driver's license applicants. Those charged include State Police Sergeant Gary Cedarquist of Stoughton, who was in charge of the commercial inspection unit. The others named in the federal indictment are current trooper Joel Rogers of Bridgewater and retired troopers Calvin Butler of Halifax and Perry Mendez of Wareham. Also arrested were civilian Scott Camara of Rehoboth and Eric Matheson of Boston. The new apartment building coming to New Bedford will be downtown's largest new construction project in almost 40 years. Construction starting on 10 at 8th, which will boast 52 units. The city says they'll be affordable units for low to moderate income families. The building will go up on the site of the former Registry of Motor Vehicles building off Union Street. A joint strategy has been announced by federal agencies designed to protect the endangered North Atlantic right whale. NOAA Fisheries and the Bureau of Ocean Energy Management have listed three specific goals regarding the whale population and the developing offshore wind industry. These include mitigation, research and monitoring, plus enhanced communication. Right whales come to the waters off Massachusetts to feed and raise young, but recent incidents of deaths and collisions with vessels show the species remains vulnerable. There are approximately 360 right whales left, with only about 70 females capable of reproduction. The push to impeach DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over his handling of the southern border crisis is heating up. House Republicans have now voted to advance their impeachment articles, setting up a vote by the full House of Representatives. Republican Mark Green of Tennessee, among others, accuses Mayorkas of willfully and systematically refusing to comply with federal immigration laws. And Broadway legend Cheetah Rivera is dead at 91. The Tony Award-winning dancer and singer rose to fame in the role of Anita in the original production of West Side Story in the 1950s. She was also known for her unforgettable parts in the original casts of Chicago and Bye Bye Birdie, as well as the lead role of Kiss of the Spider Woman. Her daughter says she died in New York following a brief illness. Rivera was given the presidential... Do you work on Martha? It is Michael and Maddie. Maddie out sick today. And I posted up on Facebook, uh, or actually on fun107.com this morning, I posted up a video that honestly is a little, it's a little wild. So it's a a TikToker uh, that posted up on fun107, it's been posted up on TikTok, obviously, but it's, uh, you know where the, the octopus is in New Bedford? Like you come over the New Bedford Fairhaven Bridge and you're, you know, driving into the city and you come to that area by Walgreens and all that. Yes. The octopus 
it's a it's a like a video of the sky like coming apart like picture the scene in Independence Day and the the sky like opens up it's cloudy like it has been for the past like two weeks and there's the sunlight that is beaming down onto the city of New Bedford but in such a weird way it looks like either a it's like like heaven coming down to earth mm-hmm. or B it's like aliens are going to invade earth it's coming I think the biggest takeaway of this is we haven't had sun in so long that we forgot what sun looks like yeah but the way that the clouds are breaking and opening up this video that you got on phone captures some intense rays of light coming down I've never seen this. Now, when I went to school for It's me- like a sphere. It it's is. a sphere that's opened up in the clouds, and then it comes down. It's like, it's just the weirdest thing. You got to see it on fun107.com. I don't know what to say. I'm going to tell you this. The, when I went to school for meteorology, the very first class I took that got me into meteorology was Introduction to Clouds. Took it at UMass Dartmouth. I believe they still have it. Awesome class. Very interesting. If you like clouds, right? And who doesn't love clouds? Who doesn't love clouds, yeah. right? I've never seen this before. It was probably the only textbook I actually read from cover to cover. And not once did it show the phenomenon of just a small lenticular area of clouds opening up and having just sun shower down without any... Because usually like that, because it's cold out there, you, you might tend to see like a rainbow or some prism colors in there just because of the ice particles up there. No, this is just straight light. That's not supposed to happen. Well, there are conspiracy theorists that are saying that this is what's called a local sun, which is basically like a flat earth theory. Oh, no. <laughs> the people were saying that. But uh, look at this. If you look at this video, see this little, this is another little thing. You see that little thing that's shining? It's almost like it's scanning the buildings. Yeah. It's like... The aliens are scanning the buildings down in New Bedford just to see what the life forms are all about. Well, nothing's happened, so they probably didn't find anything. Yeah, they're like, oh, well. Well, we'll we'll head over to Florida and see how they do They don't have a Whole Foods. We're out of here. 824. 90-second news update. Phil Devitt's in the Chart Oak Tavern newsroom. Four current and former Massachusetts state troopers face bribery charges. They allegedly accepted bribes in return for passing grades to commercial driver's license applicants. They hail from Wareham, Bridgewater, Halifax, and Stoughton. Two civilians have also been indicted, one from Rehoboth and another from Boston. State police said they're working with the Registry of Motor Vehicles to revoke the licenses that were improperly issued. More housing coming to downtown New Bedford. Construction starting on 10 at 8th, a new apartment building going up on Union Street at the former site of the Registry of Motor Vehicles. A news release bills the property as an affordable residential community with units being designed for low and moderate income residents. Completion slated for the middle of 2025. The Massachusetts Health Connector saw its largest number of new enrollments in a decade during the recent open enrollment period. Over 72,000 people signed up to obtain health insurance. It's believed the surge was partly the result of people who were no longer eligible for state Medicaid coverage. Chargers for all makes of electric vehicles are now available on the Massachusetts Turnpike. The state said the devices are located in the rest stops in Natick, Framingham, Charlton, and Lee. The plan is to eventually have more EV chargers available on the Turnpike and other highways around the state as well.
Philips is halting the sale of sleep apnea devices in the U.S. because of potential cancer risks. The medical device maker said Monday the move is part of a deal with federal regulators. The company recalled millions of the machines in 2021 over concerns that foam in the product could cause health issues. And an online question by a Sesame Street Muppet is shedding some light on the amount of stress that's currently in the U.S. On Monday, the ex-account for Elmo wrote, quote, just checking in, how is everybody doing? Unexpectedly, the post got thousands of responses from followers who told Elmo they were depressed and anxious, including from people who had just lost their jobs or who were worried about the upcoming election. A spokesperson for Sesame Workshop told the New York Times, quote, I don't think anyone anticipated how deeply this particular question would resonate. Elmo has over 450,000 followers on X. In sports, the Boston Celtics beat the Indiana Pacers 129-124 to last night. Next up, a game with the L.A. Lakers at TD Garden Thursday. Traffic and weather next. From the Chardo Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun. One day today, and we'll see a few peaks of sunshine throughout the day, says Ceci Del Carmen. But not going to get too much warmer than we are now. We're only going to get into the 30s today. It is Wednesday morning. Maddie's out today. She's sick, but we got to continue with our Wet Nose Wednesday, of course. Of course. It is brought to you by Primacare and First Citizens Federal Credit Union. And today's Wet Nose Wednesday is uh, coming to us from Lighthouse Animal Shelter. And he is a lover boy. He is Bo. I, I got a little soft spot for Bo's. Is that how you spell dogs. your dog's name? Yep, B, B-O. It's B-O. B-O. Nice and simple. It's Bo. Um, so, little guy Bo, he uh, got to the Lighthouse Animal Shelter by airplane about a week or so ago. Straight off the plane, he was ready for those belly rubs and very excited to meet everybody over there at Lighthouse. Um, they're still getting to know Bo, you know, so he's he's got a ton of energy, full of you know, cuddles and stuff like that. He needs work. Let me put this the right way. His manners, okay? Like, yeah. he's he's still a little rough around the edges when it comes to manners. Like, you might try to steal your sandwich and stuff like that. Like, nothing mean. It's okay, Bo, I do the he, same thing, He's kind buddy. of just a, a, you know, kind of a goofball, but he is definitely food-motivated. Feel you, Bob. Yeah, I've been there. I've um, been there. and he's eager to learn. And so he's a two-year-old, fifty-five-pound uh, male pit bull terrier mix. He's a good-looking dog, and like there, there are pictures of him, you know, getting hugs and stuff like that. He, you can tell, he loves the hugs. So he's an affectionate dog, which I like. Uh, he's still learning, but it, it does look like he is dog social. So okay around other dogs. They really don't know. Again, he's still pretty new, but, you know, they definitely can test it out and see how that goes. And if you want to apply to adopt or foster Bo, you can uh, go to a Lighthouse Animal Shelter on their Facebook page and send them a little note. He's a good-looking dog. He's, he's brown. He's got brown eyes. Soft eyes, like eyes that you cannot say no to. That's the problem. That will be your only downfall. That if you cannot say no to a dog and you look into this dog's eyes. Yeah. Uh, well, he looks a little nervous in this picture right here. You yeah. can tell he's a little bit, you know, nervous and still getting used to the whole situation. He so, just wants belly rubs. Let's, so. uh, let's get him out of there. Let's uh, get him adopted today from Lighthouse Animal Shelter. Find out more about Bo up on the Fun 107 app. And again, Wet Nose Wednesday, proudly sponsored by Primacare and First Citizens Federal Credit. And it's Michael and Maddie. Maddie out sick today. Going to be...
kind of a cloudy day here in the South Coast. We'll see a few peaks of sunshine here and there, but kind of a, a cold one. Sessie saying, hey, look, seasonably cold. What do you want from us? You know the saying that goes, not all heroes wear capes? Yes. It's true. And some of them bake. Okay. <laughs> okay. So a little update on the whole sourdough dilemma. Oh, yeah. You uh, you <laughs> oh, left. No, no, no. The sourdough mix was left in the oven for Correct. some reason. And then you preheated the oven and ruined the batch. The yeast and all that. Wait, it's not easy to come by this yeast mix. You got to get it from someone else. You can't just like buy it from a store. Okay. Okay. It's the yeast that keeps on giving. Okay. That's how sourdough is made. So remember yesterday, everyone's like, oh, she should have put a post-it note on it. Okay. So she did refresh my memory. She did tell me, hey, when you get home, shut off the light. The sourdough mix uh, starter is in there. It doesn't need the light anymore. And I did. So not only did she tell you, you also had instructions to take it to the next level and shut the light off. Just to shut the light off. If anything, I should have taken it out of the oven. But hmm. that was at the beginning of the day towards the end when I went to make dinner. Already out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. I preheated it. So right. yes, my bad. Sorry, wifey. <laughs> so speaking of the the starter, I, I needed to, to make this right. And I found there was a, a lovely woman in, in a cushionette who is this sourdough phenomenal baker. Like she's, she's the sourdough the, queen. The sourdough sensation. Sourdough sensation. That's what she is. So around she's been getting a lot of traction around the Akushna area because she has this little this little shelving unit right outside her house. And she gave me permission to, to say where she lives in, in Akushna. I'll, I'll get that in a second. Where you can go and buy her goodies. For, and it's all sourdough made. So cookies, muffins, bread, you name it. All tested by her four-year-old. He says they're amazing. So where's this place? Where's your place? It's, it's in Akushna. And it's, uh, it's in town center. And it's located on White Street. Have you ever heard of White Street before? I think so. You can find the address at phone107.com where you go up there and it's called Loaves by Sourfina. And she does not have any prices on her product. It's pay what you can. So if all you can afford, maybe you got a couple quarters in your pocket, 50 cents, she's fine with it. Well, that's a feel-good story. Very, very good. It gets better. So, for example, if you're looking to get, like, um, maybe maybe it's a bottering system. Maybe you got a jar of fresh raw honey or something, uh, some kind of, like, she's gotten lilac butter in, in the past, things that she can use to make. Maybe these. we'll play uh, her favorite song on the radio. Maybe we will. I can go for a little loaf, right? <laughs> she tells me that she gets messages all the time of people who has tried her stuff, and this one really, really hit home. This was, like, there's a woman in a cushionette. She hasn't left her house in five years, okay? Her husband passed away. Mm -hmm. So she's just been homebound. She doesn't want to leave. She goes on Facebook, sees this pay, pay what you can little program that she's got going on. Nothing crazy. And, she, and it was enough to get her to leave the house, to get the loaf of bread. Wow. Start her life again. Wow. Right? Okay. That's what I'm talking about. That's good bread. So if you're wondering, like, what's up with all this sourdough? Yeah, this is a thing. Why so sour? <laughs> I don't know. Why so doughy? But I love this. So the, the lady's name, her name is Yanina. Okay. She's a registered nurse out of a cushion at Yanina Boschus. She moved out from Boston in 2022 and uh, started like a little Facebook page. Of course, my wife's on it where they do more than that. They share recipes. 
Uh, she helps you with plants. That's got my wife written all over it. And sourdough. So any kind of little, little, little hobby that you do at home. And again, this whole bothering thing, like, hey, give me some yarn. I'll give you some bread. Like, I like that. It's I really very pilgrimy. Very. <laughs> and I'm about it. So what she does is every other day, she puts out her, uh, her treats and goodies on this little shelving unit on White Street in a cushion it. And you can go by. You, you know who told me about this? Our friend Christine Fox. Oh, okay. She said when she pulled up to the house, there was a line out to the road. She waited Stop over it. 10 minutes. What? But she got her loaf of bread, paid a couple bucks or whatever, whatever she wanted to pay. And then she was on her way. So this is just great. And the last thing I'm going to say, since this is such a craze, this sourdough making process, if you're looking to get into it, but you don't know how to start or at least get past the difficult part, she now has sourdough classes that will be online that you can take for free. It doesn't cost you a dime. She's just sharing her experience for the love of sourdough. Unbelievable. This is a woman who is dedicated to sourdough. Yeah, I don't get it. (laughs) <laughs> I don't get it. But all the power to her and anybody out there looking to, you know, uh, expand their baking culinary skills, uh, Yanina can can help you out with that. And you can find the full uh, article right now on Bob 107.com.